All right, Shalom, I'm back. Uh, this is going into the uh, Passover service. Uh, like I said in a previous broadcast, if you if you are just now listening to this broadcast, um, go back to the, the previous broadcast, which is going into the Passover service, um, you know, the beginning of it. Uh, also, uh, I went over the uh, Hebrew alphabet, uh, the Lashawan Kodash the holy or pure tongue which is our language we us so-called negroes our our language is hebrew our ancient language you know it's not the different african languages or whatever like that our um original language is hebrew and that's the ancient hebrew not the the modern hebrew that you know, you might hear people speaking, especially over in the land of Israel. No, our language um, goes all the way back thousands of years, which is also known as the Paleo Hebrew. So uh, going back over the itinerary, I'll, I'll do that again, just uh, just to kind of go back over it. So again, uh, the document should say Passover service. The time will be March the 16th through the 23rd from Wednesday to Wednesday, starting at sundown to sundown. On that first uh, day on the 16th, you're going to have a holy convocation, which is the Passover service. And then you're going to have another one on the 23rd that following week. Uh, afterwards, uh, after, after, after the Passover, which is when you're going to have the lamb, the wine, the uh the unleavened bread during the week is going to be what's known as the feast of unleavened bread so you're not going to have any yeast in your house you need to remove it out of your house spiritually you want to move uh, you want to remove the uh the leaven out your heart you know the leaven is likened to sin wickedness so during this passover time you have to examine your spirit examine yourself even prior to the passover because you want to go uh into the passover with uh with all of that out of your heart you know because we're we're steadily um you know uh doing away with the old man or the or the old woman you know we want to be uh perfected in this thing you know scripture says let us go into perfection so we have to be uh constantly um becoming more perfected in this truth growing and learning so during this time period is a time to meditate on our shortcomings and the things that we can do that's going to draw us more closer to Yahweh in the name of his only begotten son, Yahweh Shai. So starting the uh, ceremony, you're going to sound the, uh, the ram's horn, which is also known as the shofar. Facing the east, you're going to sound it three times, you know, and you can go online and you can hear the... Um, you know the different uh, videos that show into the ram's horn and how it sounds it sounds like a trumpet likened to the watchman that would alert israel about the holy days the shabbats uh danger you know when enemies would try to attack or would be attacking israel the watchman would sound the alarm so after you sound the alarm you're going to light the menorah and you're going to bless it after you light it. You're going to face the east. So the blessing is Barakatah Yahweh, Barakatah Yahweh Shai. 
going to say that two times. And then uh, the third time, Barakatai Yahweh by Shem Yahweh Shai. And you, and you could say Barak Aman, you know, at the end. Amen is so be it. A H M A N, Amen. Not M, not A M E N, but A H M A N, Aman, which means so be it. So afterwards, you're going to uh, read the Shemai which is Deuteronomy chapter six, verse four. And I went over that, you know, how to say it in the ancient Hebrew. Um, and I went over the alphabet. So again, you can go online and, um, and find the ancient Hebrew alphabet, also known as the paleo Hebrew. Uh, we, we went over Psalm 121 in the ancient Hebrew and then also it you know was read in the uh, English, so do your best. You know if you're if you're not comfortable uh, reading the ancient Hebrew, you know you could read uh, read it in the English. Uh, but just do your best. You know we're all um, you know coming back into our heritage, so it's not going to be perfect. But as long as we make forth the effort. So afterwards, you're going to read um, Exodus chapter 12, 1 through 24, which is the account of the Passover, which is very important for us to remember. And where we left off was going into the curses in Hebrew. And like I said before, the Israelites um, at uh, various times uh, had uh, and have many adversaries that would try to curse us and put hexes on us and and uh do all kind of evil things against us so we have to counter that by by uh praying against them so just like i explained in a previous video uh the messiah he himself cursed the fig tree so curses is not like an a thing that's uh uh out of the ordinary no the messiah he cursed that fig tree because it didn't bear fruit and that fig tree it withered away also, King David, he prayed against uh, his adversaries. One of the scriptures, he said, make their uh, tables a snare. And then also um, the account of uh, Elisha, where it was some children mocking him and he cursed them. And what ended up happening was some bears end up uh, killing those children. So we're going to read that account. In the book of Second Kings, chapter two, verse twenty-three, and it reads, "And he went up from thence unto Bethel, and has and as he was going up by the way, there came forth little children out of the city and mocked him, and said unto him, Go up, thou bald head, go up, thou bald head. And he turned back and looked on them and cursed them in the name of the Lord. And there came forth two she bears out of the wood and tear 40 and two children of them so you might hear it and you, you might think damn that's that's pretty harsh but the lord he don't play you know what i'm saying the lord he have no respect to persons that's why it's very important to fear the lord and by those children mocking one of the prophets uh the that prophet uh elisha cursed those children 
and by them uh, mocking him calling him a bald head uh the lord uh, caused those bears uh, to uh to kill those children as the scripture says and tear 40 and two children of them so curses are a real man just like you have the blessings you have the curses so we're going to read it uh in the uh in the hebrew which you know the curses or um or meant to counter with the wicked or doing against israel you know the bible uh, goes into it so we pray against our enemies those that hate and persecute us you know we we curse this evil place uh that we're in in this captivity because these people they they hate us man they they want to destroy us so we we pray against them so this is the prayer in the ancient uh hebrew the curses so this uh this is how you say it yahweh bashem yahweh shai shalak rayam wa anashem wa habatyam wa harakyam wa mashapatyam all called adawamyam wa gawayam wa ayab yam nawa babu sha babu salaki babu kusha bakwasha babu kusha babu kusha let me read that again bakwasha bakasha babu kusha babu kusha yahawa bahasham bahasham then he's bahasham yahawa shai the water aman let me read that again yahawa bahasham yahawa shai shalak rayam wa anasham wa habatyam wa harakyam wa mashapatyam all called da wam yam wa gawa yam wa ah yab yam no wa bakwasha babukusha babukusha yahawa bahasham yahawah shai the water aman so afterwards you're going to do um the uh, rams you know sound the ram's horn again you're going to do that three times and then you're going to do the palau adawam which is the lord's prayer and i did a um a broadcast going into that you know going into the lord's prayer which is in the book of matthew chapter 6 uh what's that verse uh, 9 through 13. so we're going to read that in the english and then we'll salaki will read it in the um in the hebrew this is the lord's prayer this is this is how our messiah told us how to pray so you can incorporate uh this prayer with you know within your uh, prayers you know throughout throughout the day you know because the messiah again he told us how to how to pray you know when you pray you want to um pray to the father in secret you know you uh you might be going through something you might um you you might have uh the, the desire to pray to the father <clears throat> so you want to 
you want to go somewhere uh, in secret to pray, whether it be, um, you know, uh, you can, in your bedroom, you close the door, or if you have a closet, you can cl close the closet, wherever, you know, that you can have that, that, uh, that personal time. That's, that's what you want to do. You want to pray to the father in secret, but also when we, uh, have holy convocations, you know, uh, you're going to pray together, you know, Bible go into how the Israelites would, would pray together. So that's in the book of Matthew chapter six, and we'll start at, uh, verse nine and it reads after this manner therefore pray ye our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come that will be done in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen so that's how the Messiah uh, taught us how to pray, you know. So we're going to go into the uh, the ancient Hebrew, which is Abba Shabbat Shemayim, Kodash Hayah Shamka, Yahweh Malak Wafka, Zaba'ah, Ratazaka, Hayah Asha, Varataza, Kawab, Hayah Bashamayim, Lathan Lanawa. Lachum Kayawum Wasalak Lenawa Kabawafwaf Yanawa Kasalak Nawa Kabawafwaf Yanawa Walaa Gabaya Nawa Banasa Yawam Abal Hawashai Yanawa Mayan Rai Kaya Laka Hamalakwa Walaa Wahalaf Bahra Waha tha barath lai walam yam aman. So that's how you say the uh, the prayer in the uh, Lashawan Kodash. Then you're gonna go to the feast of of the Passover. That's the you know going into the uh, the service. So it says uh, this is in the book of First Corinthians. So you're gonna read. 11 28 through 29 is to express to the congregation the participants the seriousness of partaking in the lord's passover so we're going to read that because uh partaking in the lord's passover again uh is a is a deadly situation the lord he have no respect to persons and people that partake in that partake of the Passover unworthily, the Lord uh, will judge those people. You know, we always tell brothers and sisters out there that the Lord, he judges before, during, and after the Passover. You hear of brothers and sisters dying, you know, and having all kinds of situations happen because of judgment. So we have to, um, you know, consider and we have to move in fear. You know, we have to fear Yahweh by Shem Yahweh Shai because the Lord, again, he don't play, you know. So you want to uh, observe the Passover uh, serious-minded, you know, examining yourselves, 
So we're going to read that. And it says, but let every, but let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. It says, for he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's Passover. Let me read that again. Scripture says, but let a man examine himself. So examine your heart. You know, you have to uh, examine, you know, the shortcomings, the things that that, you know, that's not right. And you have to you have to um, what you call you have to come to grips with that, you know, not being. Um, what's the word? Uh, having respect the persons, you know. We have to uh, hold others accountable. We have to hold our, ourselves accountable. You know, that's one thing that Christianity don't teach our people to hold ourselves accountable for our own actions. You know, a lot of times the things that that we're dealing with in our lives is from our own doing. So we have to we have to uh, accept that, ask the Lord for forgiveness, and move forward. You know. So it says, let, but let a man examine himself and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. So by you examining yourself, you're going partic to participate in eating of the, the Lord's uh, supper of the bread and the, uh, the cup. Because when you go into the time when the Lord was with his brothers, the, the disciples, they were uh, observing the Passover, but among the israelites among the uh disciples there was a, a a traitor you know which was judas he he ate of that bread and drank of that cup unto his self-damnation and it says for he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself not concerning the lord's body because when you're partaking of that supper you're actually partaking in the the the, the uh, body of the messiah that's why he you know he said this is my body and then you know the blood uh, or the the wine represented the blood so i i wrote like a a side note or you know a note it says as the passover's lamb as the passover lamb's blood protected the households of the israelites on the doorpost because when you read in the uh, book of Exodus, it go into the um, the blood of the lamb. The Israelites painted it over the doorpost. And by them doing that, that blocked the uh, death angel from entering into their house. It was it was the protection and the death angel. That was the Messiah. He was that destroyer that went over the land of the the land of the Egyptians and smited the firstborn. So it says, uh, Yahweh Shai's precious blood being shed is the protection, preservation, and salvation of the Israelites who repent, believe, and keep the law, statutes, and commandments. He is the perfect sacrifice acceptable to the Father Yahweh for the atonement for the sins of the nation of Israel. So we always got to keep in mind that the Passover, uh, it's like, uh, it's twofold. You have the Passover lamb. That, that represented um, 
you know that that's perfect lamb which is you couldn't have a lamb with uh with any blemishes so likened to the messiah being that that perfect sacrifice that unspotted lamb he is the perfect sacrifice so that's why he's known as the lamb of god you know he he's the uh the mediator you know because the israelites their sacrifices was no no longer pleasing to to the heavenly father because the lord he he saw that israel would repent after backsliding and then the lord will forgive the israelites and it was a situation that happened over and over again until the lord was done with israel he's like i'm through with y'all so he gave israel a bill of divorcement he cut us off as a nation that's why we went into all these various lands into captivity and these people are doing pretty much whatever they want against us because the lord brought judgment on us as a nation you know because any time that the heathens would come against Israel, the Lord would save the Israelites out of those captivities. And afterwards, you know, after the Lord cut us off, you know, he allowed the so-called white man, these Edomites, to bring us over here to the Americas and split up our families and destroy us. And even today, what these people are doing is a, is really a, um, a manifestation manifestation of the curses that would be a sign on us forever but the lord he's going to judge these people because one thing about esau he went too far he he furthered our affliction because we're actually you know at the end of our our punishment that but these devils they went way too far so that's why the lord is going to destroy esau specifically babylon the great which is america during world war three you know, and all the Edomites and all the other nations that are in America are going to be destroyed. As the Bible tells us that slain of men 7,000. So if you're not of the elect and a remnant and you're over here, you know, uh, the Lord's going to bring that judgment on you. You know, you if you're not of the Lord's chosen and you're over here, you're going to you're going to die with the rest of the uh, Israelites and the, and the heathens. So that's why it's very important to realize that the Lord, he's going to bring us that, that swift and harsh judgment on his people that don't repent, you know, that, that are just lollygagging and not taking this thing serious. So we're going to read the book of first Peter chapter one, 19 through 21. It says, but with the precious blood of Yahweh shy. Now in the Bible says Christ, but we're reading, um, you know, a, a book. Uh, which is our book that the heathens have taken over. So they interjected, you know, certain words in the Bible, but the word Christ, it, it means anointed, you know. So the, the Messiah's name is Yahweh Shai, which means he is the deliverer. But the uh, anointed or Christ, that's a title. Just like, you know, the Lamb of God, you know, uh, the Prince of Peace. These are all titles of the Messiah's name. It says of a lamb without blemish and without spot. So Messiah being that perfect sacrifice, he was that Passover lamb without blemish and without spot. It says who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world. So he was, he was foreordained, you know, it was already written 
before the foundations of the earth that he would be a savior to his people israel it says but was manifested in but was manifest in these last times for you who by him do believe in god that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in god so yeah the, it was already for for ordained it was written that he would um he would he would die and he would be raised up from the dead and he would get his glory because he's on the right hand of the father you know and once he get the word from the heavenly father he's coming back to destroy his his adversaries and to save his people israel and through that you know knowing that 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 your faith you know and your hope you know and and in the in the messiah coming back to to uh to restore his people you know because you want to have faith and hope in yahweh by shem yahweh shai because the heavenly father as we know uh he can do anything he created us through his only begotten son that's why the scripture says we can do all things through hamashiach which strengthens us so there's no uh situation uh too hard or difficult for the lord so we're going to read in the book of romans chapter 3 verse 25 it says whom Yahweh have sent forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of Yahweh. So that propitiation, that is the atonement, you know, the atonement, which is through the bloodshed, you know, the Israelites made was uh, known as animal sacrifices to atone for sins because the only way that sin could be atoned for is through blood. So the remission of sins was through the uh, Messiah's blood. That's why it says, whom Yahweh has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, because it's through the faith. Remember, it is impossible to please Yahweh without faith. So it's all about having that faith, you know, in order to be healed, you had to have faith because the Israelites in the, in the ancient times, when the Messiah was walking the earth, they was only healed through their faith. You know, there's many accounts uh, in the New Testament where people were healed through faith because they believed. That shows you how powerful faith is, you know, and you're going to need that faith in these last days. Faith that's waxed strong because it's going to get so bad that many shall depart from the faith because it's going to it's going to be so like chaotic and things are going to seem so bad that a lot of people they're going to lose faith so that's why it's very important to pray for more faith because the lord he's going to have to give you that faith this faith is a gift so let's go to the book of matthew 24 26 verse 26 and 30 so this is going into the uh the lord's supper so it says uh, let's see how much time I got. Okay, got a few minutes. It says, and as they were eating, Yahushua took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, take it. This is my body. And then I wrote a notice. Uh, this is what you do. This is the uh, Passover um, 
or the uh, what people might call communion. But you're going to do this within the um, Passover ceremony and you're going to do this before you actually bless the food, you know, but you're going to get together, you know, with fellow believers and you're going to have the bread, the unleavened bread, and then you're going to have the wine or if you don't drink wine. You can have the uh, Welch's grape. So let me read this again, because you're going to actually read it and then you're going to. Uh, break the bread and then pass it. So here it goes. It says, and as they were eating, Yahushai took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, take it. This is my body. So you're going to pause and then you're going to break the bread and then you're going to pass it. It says, and he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink ye all of it. So after you eat the bread, you're going to read the scripture and then after you read uh, where it talks about uh, take the cup and give thanks. So you're going to uh, thank Yahweh. You're going to say, Brakata Yahweh, Brakata Yahweh Shai, Tawada Aman. And then you're going to drink the wine. You're going to pour it and then you're going to drink it. You know, pour it, pour the wine to others and then you're going to drink it. It says, for this is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many of the remission of sins. So that rep represents the uh, the uh, blood of the Messiah. So other than that, the uh, the lessons about the end. So afterwards, you're going to bless the uh, food in the ancient Hebrew. And it says bless Passover supper. And then that's going to be the end of the ceremony. So other than that, you know, that's pretty much it. You know, you know, hope you brothers and sisters out there have a, a blessed a Passover. Shalom. Peace and blessings.